0: Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's a live, drunken episode of Monster of the Week!
1: Hello. Hello. We are hello. live. We are live.
0: Hello. <laughs> hello. hello. <laughs> uh,
1: time for another drunken stream. It's been a long while. since so I don't remember when the last drunken stream was, but.
0: Well, that's the point of them. Yeah. You don't remember just, them. It was a long time ago. Hmm? I have to edit them like a week after. So I get to enjoy them twice.
1: Nice. That's a it must be great enjoying these afterwards. Uh, <laughs> no. No. Uh, can no. I fix this a little bit. I'm
0: Sisyphus rolling a stone. Okay.
1: Philosopher Sheb. Why the fuck are you wearing sunglasses?
0: Because it's cool. It's swifty. Sw- okay. Um I had a I went to the eye doctor. So okay. I have a I have a weird uh, like you, well, I'm not like you. Clearly, no, I don't you're think practically so. Practically blind. No. But uh, I have a, I have a weird condition, so my uh, my eyes aren't adapted. I don't know if you can see it. It's like a weird thing on my glasses. Okay. No. Um. Yeah. I, I notice. Slower than your eye. Yeah. Whatever. I need to operate them okay Uh, it's like a stripes over it oh cool
1: yeah but i'm good Uh, nice um so i haven't uh, really touched magic cards in two months now Mm. Uh, the only cards i've touched is a
0: legacy deck Mm -hmm. yeah you started brewing uh, mind's desire yeah high tide i tied because that's the that seems
1: like actually something that's pretty fun Mm
0: -hmm. for you
1: yeah i mean maybe for the people's playing orcish bowmaster as well i don't know
0: yeah i've heard a bunch about that card also being problematic new formats new cards new stuff
1: Yeah, and um, people are noticing my flag in the background as I am now a Dutch citizen. Everyone knows. Yes.
0: Uh, So are you planning to vote and all that then? Uh, No,
1: um, I don't want
0: to vote. Uh, But you're dressing up for Christmas. uh, No. <laughs>
1: no, maybe if i go to the netherlands but not if i stay in sweden no um,
0: uh, for those that don't know about uh, dutch traditions that's when you uh, go blackface right uh, yeah what's um, they called the uh, uh, sort pete um, yeah schwarze peter or whatever sort yeah. i think that's nice we could do a special episode with you as a short speed no no i'm no
1: no, i don't want to get cancelled or banned or whatever no it's
0: Uh, you're you're at least not fully white right okay yeah and also
1: they corrected us in the chat it's fifth december sinterklaas not at christmas so
0: potato potassium okay fifth of december special stream Ty, you will be the Schwarzpeter okay. because you're not fully white. So maybe you won't get the backlash of having a black face.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, this is a bad idea, not on my channel, <laughs> at least. Um... <laughs> yeah. Well, um, how about you guys? Have you been playing any magic this summer?
0: You have, Ty. You've been playing. Uh, did we play? No, we didn't. We play. played
2: uh, the... tournament no, Ivory Cup.
0: We played IroCup. IroCup and we've, uh, we've played in Odal. But we top eighted, both of us, right? But we didn't meet.
2: Yeah, we're both in the top eight. I haven't played any games.
0: I'll... No, earlier also. But this month we played also some. Uh, the previous Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I went top eight that one yeah whatever we played some was that the weird format where we was it the Swedish 69 format or whatever maybe it
2: it was regular Swedish and this month was swafel
0: swafel yeah maybe we should add that we have a nice producer document uh right hold
1: what should we add swaffle
0: i have a, we have a question about the uh, different uh, os formats there maybe uh, swaffle should be added yeah
1: um i won uh i won the may Odal in swaffle i didn't play any cards i played twiddlewalt
0: any fe cards <laughs> yeah. or yeah. yeah that's basically what swaffle is right because
1: everyone that month, no one played like Swaffle because it, everyone tra- was training for Raging Bull. Mm, I see. Um, I don't see what that is. Okay, yeah, I thought you were showing something type, but it was just your glass, which makes sense. Mm. <laughs> it's like makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I play, I went to London to play the, the second inaugural the Open, uh, the same time as Ivory Cup, and the same time as some tournament in Germany. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was uh, which was fun. Uh, hot as hell in England. Ooh. The climate change <laughs> is uh, doing its thing. Uh...
0: Yeah. I've, I've played some cube also. And uh, yeah, that's about it. It's been summertime, right? That's where we've been off a bit. Yeah, a I always
1: take a break during the summer. Not because I want to do summer things, but because I want to do some magic break.
0: Yeah, and usually you travel to was it Oland and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: yeah, there, I right? was I was in Oland for two weeks, yeah. um, drinking whiskey sours, like, thirty of them or something at the bar. I don't know. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, they cost the same as a beer, so in Finland. Yeah, then it makes sense. Uh, yeah, well, that's basically the summer. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the summer, that's what's happened. Everything stands still here in Sweden during summer. People go on vacation and they don't work and they don't do anything serious, right? And even at work, we don't do anything. So No, yeah. if you have to work, you don't really work.
2: I did work during the summer. I was only off for 10 days, but...
0: Well, you had a new job, so you had to yeah. work. You didn't, hadn't earned your vacation yet.
2: Yeah, so they said you can take vacation if you want to. So I took two weeks ish. Mm-hmm. But we haven't done anything basically this summer.
0: That's good. Yeah, and uh, I, yeah, I, I think I've, I've brewed some, but yeah, I don't know it went really fast this summer even though we didn't really do anything uh, and now we're looking forward to a new season of uh, playing stuff
1: yeah uh, it's going to be wild and crazy this this autumn mm. a lot of events for me
3: yeah
2: which is your first one
1: uh, tron tron wars yeah in 3 weeks That's exciting. Um, Playing with uh, drunk Danish people for three days. Um, I don't know.
0: Tell us about what's
1: the format and whatever. So the first day is the first day is Singletron, which is seven point Singleton and then it's two days of Swedish. Mm-hmm. So it's Friday Singletron, Saturday is the Swedish warm-up tournament, and Sunday is the main event. I have no idea why the main event is on Sunday, but it is what it is. Um, so you can play a, a fun deck on Saturday and a good deck on Sunday. Uh, fun deck is probably Twiddle Vault uh, and good deck. I don't know, maybe the deck. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll see.
2: So it was like ten years almost no not ten years but almost six years to play the deck? Yeah i
1: you... I played it in Spike Fest but not not outside of Spike Fest.
2: Yeah okay so I guess it around six, eight years ago you played the deck. Last it was f-
1: yeah, it was five years since I won um Arvika with it. Five years okay. 2018, yeah.
2: Did you have the chaos or then?
1: No nice I bought it the, like the week after won the shark um, yeah and so so Tron Wars is the first one um, I don't know much I, I only basically know that where it is and it's Simon that's arranging it so I assume it's gonna be great uh, I think that's that's what it's gonna be um, and then we have uh, the plague no- norway which is sold out 50 players uh, that's that's gonna be interesting uh the dutch guys are coming um uh, slaughter is coming so um so yeah um I assume it's. Yeah, it was, a, it was a bit weird last year because like some people went all in for the flavor and some people went all in for the spike. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, the drinks are kind of expensive in Norway. So, so I wasn't that much partying. Uh, and then it's Wincon yeah and that's two months from now or something yeah two months from now like, kind of exactly two months from now uh, I don't know it's gonna be smaller than last year I guess mm-hmm. but Absolutely. yeah I think so um, but it's, it's still gonna be great um, I don't know uh, it's three uh, there's some weird event on Friday I don't know what it is they just said we will supply the cards and we'll we'll go visit the aquarium and then go play a tournament and we will provide the cards. So I have no idea what's going to happen.
3: Oh, okay.
1: And then they have the, obviously the world championship of Swedish old school on Saturday. And then on Sunday, it's the world championship of X points. I have never played a game of X points in my life. Have you guys played X points?
0: yeah i don't know if I, I did really well i tried but there was i don't know maybe it's grown and grown the x point format uh, and a lot of people love it for those who don't know it's uh, a point system and whatever uh, all the good cards. How many? It? It's X points, so you have ten points to use. Yeah,
1: I think I think originally it was actually an X. It could be
0: anything, but now it's ten. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so Roman number, numerals or whatever. Yeah. Um, I did. Uh, I I don't remember really, but I think like workshop or something was just. Uh, some cards were lower numbered then. But <laughs> I had like someone dropped out of my group, and uh, like one guy in the group was like, Oh, my son just started playing magic. Uh, he, he can join instead. So <laughs> I, had this, I, well, I was playing a try hard deck, and I met like this kid who played a mono black deck. <laughs> it was like, it just was feel bad, feel bad. <laughs> it's like, if I lose, uh, it's a lose-lose situation, I believe. But uh, I, well, I, I kind of like those formats. It's uh, more linear and not that skewed, uh, in a sense. Uh, if you want to play, yeah. If you want to play the mocks and, and all of that stuff, that's usually what you do in like original, uh, old school, right? You play all of the mocks and whatever you do. Yeah. Uh, but now it costs you. So yeah, I'm... you need to figure stuff out more.
1: Yeah, and like Misha's factory costs points and whatever. So mm-hmm.
2: yeah, but the thing is, uh, X point seems to be like the biggest old school format after regular old school. If I remember correctly, they seem to have a really big group that plays it every month.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think both that and Seven Point Singleton is uh, is probably the biggest ones. I think um,
2: it's really but, big in in Spain for
1: some reason. Seven when Point Singleton out. is big in Spain. Yeah, they have the World yeah. Championship. Uh So yeah, uh, that's going to be interesting. I have no idea. I think Lucas Glavin, the guy who won LobsterCon, plays X-Points. Maybe I should ask him for what to play. Uh, he, yeah, he
2: has, has some tight lists.
1: He is an amazing player and a good deck builder. So, so yeah, I should probably hit him up. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's that's WingCon. And then I don't know, uh, at least, Ty, you're coming to the Cup, which is my next yeah. stop. Seb, are you coming? Well, Seb is shaking his head.
0: No, no, I'm. uh, No, I don't know when I get to travel again. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully soon. Are you uh, are you
1: banned? Have you lost your passport?
0: Exactly. Again. That that was Thai, basically. (laughs) No, (laughs) I I didn't have a passport when we went to (laughs) Amsterdam last time. But uh, I found it later on when we didn't need it anymore. I had it in the bag, but I brought the wrong passport. Oh. Uh, so we had a weird trip, me and Ty, going there. But uh, now I'm like, uh, well, it's the I bought a house and whatever, and so uh, it's all drained into that at this point. Uh, but soon, for sure. Uh, i'll be i don't know where i want to go i'm i would like to have an old school <laughs> tournament in prague or somewhere can, can we fix that yeah i mean <laughs> i would the, like to go to prague
1: <laughs> yeah i've been to prague five times so it's not on the
0: top of my list at least yeah i've too. been there once but i really like it or maybe twice and
2: yeah I've been in the, i've been there a few times don't mm-hmm. remember so much of the place to be
1: honest. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. And then after that, it's, um, then it's December and I'm, I'm pondering coming to Stockholm for Lucia legends, uh, that's nice or going to Deventer for Knights of thorn. I haven't decided yet, mm. but I have, I have the days off that around that weekend anyway. So, mm.
0: yeah, uh, since I'm not traveling that much, I'm going to try to play as much as possible here. And uh, I'm even arranging a tournament here next month, late next month. Uh, with the moose but, crew, right? Yeah, with the moose crew. Nice. Uh, it's close quarters to here. So um, it's gentlemen. And I think we only have like 30 sp- Spots or something like that, so yeah, uh, it's probably not gonna get full though. No, but we have, I think we're like 20 now or something. So, 20, or, Jesus,
1: is it, at a, is it at a pub or at some?
0: No, it's a, at a place here, uh, in the outside of Stockholm in Bromma, or... yeah, uh, it's close to where we had the Orland invitationals, mm, that's a good one. Uh, actually. Because uh, the Moose Crew uh, lives close to me, so.
1: So does the so Moose Crew have a Moose Crew? Seems t- like a team that needs a gyllastuga.
0: Yeah, I wish it was a gyllastuga, <laughs> but it's not a gyllastuga. Explain like, for the.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we we just. Yeah, we talked about gyllastuga at work this week. Uh, this week actually, people didn't yeah. really know what it was, but it's like. You make your basement into a, a room with like, which is almost a living room, but not really a living room. And often with like three panels on the walls and stuff like that. It's it's a really weird thing. <laughs> it's not a living room. Oh, yeah. It's not a hobby room. It's a gillestuga. Exactly. It's a gillestuga. Yeah. Usually you have like, use it as a guest room and whatever as well.
0: Yeah, you you keep your like... Training equipment there, maybe. That's that's <laughs> more like,
1: that's not really a yieldless do it. Then it's more like a mix between a hobby room or something.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah. No, no, I'm I'm not saying you use the equipment. Okay. But you yeah. Put, you, you just put it there because yeah. <laughs> you don't know what to do with the space. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're you're not building a gym or whatever. Yeah.
1: So so yeah, I would love to have a to go. Um, yeah.
0: And well, so just because you, it's undescribable, and you wouldn't really use yeah. it for anything. That's why you want it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's
1: it's not like as extrava- extravagant as like the Drain Live Cruise, basically a bar where they play. That's not a duga, that's too advanced.
0: Yeah, and like usually uh, guys in our age, they have the man caves, right? Either with like all these... Uh, Game room or whatever or stuff yeah. like that.
1: So yeah, nothing my, like that. My my apartment is a man cave.
0: Yeah, your whole apartment is. Yeah, yeah.
1: because I have only have one room. So so yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. When pre-modern Denmark says in chat, Google pictures of Duga seems very cozy. And yeah, it is. It is the thing. It's the. It's a mix between a room and a sauna and everything. Like it looks like a sauna, but it isn't a sauna. Yeah, it's, it's
0: tree ca- panels. Yeah. It's very up to the maybe 70s or whatever, I believe yeah. it was popular. But it's also more common in, uh, I don't know, maybe mountainous areas and stuff like that. Countryside stuff.
1: Yeah, enough about Gilles Um, <laughs> um
0: so have, have you have we taken that off the list now i have a gillie stuga yeah <laughs> yeah um
1: so so, do... so so seb you're not going to any other tournaments are you going to anything else Ty?
2: actually no i'm i'm
0: starting to prep for next year's events
1: yeah. i'm start also start kind of starting to prep for next year's events yeah. How can
0: you prep for them now
1: I'm trying to to plan out and see where I'm going next for the whole next year because okay, okay. in the in January the second, I will put in my vacation requests for all magic tournaments for the year like I did yet last year mm-hmm. so and, so so I can't
0: be blocked out of going and ty how are you prepping a similar fashion or
2: no, not putting in a vacation that early, but this. Planning on which tournaments I should go to. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And at the moment, it feels like I'm going to Arvika, Noobfest, uh, Tammefosch, and uh, Utentrol Top, and probably WinCon next year Mm -hmm. or LobsterCon.
1: LobsterCon is going to be in September next year. Uh. Yeah, okay.
2: So then during the summer, I'm probably trying to go to to the UK. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the they will probably I, I guess they would run back the 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 open uh, I guess.
2: Yeah, cuz it makes sense to go there at some point.
1: So, so and yeah, should be good. I'm, I'm I'm definitely going back to LobsterCon if there's nothing blocking it because that was an amazing event. Mm. Um, I've, I think it's um I mean, it's going to be interesting to see when I go back there, see if it's as good the second time. That's always the most interesting thing. Mm -hmm. Because I've never been to the States before uh, and went there. And I mean, I went for the full experience, like the Moogies uh, event on Wednesday and then barbecue on Thursday. Um, Some people went for baseball on Thursday and then Friday, Saturday, both events. And also a day hanging out with Jason so so yeah, full, full on. Uh, you could also do like the, the reindeer, fly in first day afternoon and then leave Sunday early. But yeah, that, that was great. Um, obviously I'm going to Noobfest and Arvika. The sad part with, with Arvika is it's, um, it's the same day as the Team World Cup in Groningen which is oh, okay. a bit sad. Um, so what happened there was that uh, the, the Dutch guys got a great venue um, that day. And it was the same day that Arvika has always had their tournament. So, yeah, but, I, but I think it's, um, I think it's okay. I think a lot of people that were going to go to Arvika would not go to Groningen and a lot of people going to Groningen and wouldn't go to Arvika. So, so yeah. I don't. I don't think it's that bad. I would like to go to go to both. I probably wouldn't have played the World Cup, but going there would be nice anyway. Hmm.
0: Slaughterin is mentioning his or there fountain fountain of youth tournament, but that's last time was it? Like November or whatever. So
1: no June. June. Fountain of youth in Tampere. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. Tampere. So it has. Okay. I see. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I'm I'm horrible with uh, names and stuff like that. So, so yeah, okay.
1: I'm I'm never played old school in Finland, so I'm definitely going to Finland. Uh, yeah, June always.
2: Okay, it, it makes sense that for us going there, it's time to go to.
1: Yeah, uh, I might come. Uh, it's a bit weird because I would lo- love to spend a weekend in Helsinki as well, but it's problematic mm. because it's the weekend. Uh, might try to organize something and stay there more than a week. Uh, might work a couple of days um, in Helsinki from, from distance, maybe. Visiting Moominland and stuff like that. That That's in uh, Nantali. Um, oh, on, on like that. No, 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 it's it's on the West Coast. It's on the West Coast. Okay. Yeah.
0: They, they had this uh, like we have this cruise uh, in Stockholm here. I think Stockholm was all arranged. I don't know if one, any of you guys went on it. No, this, uh, no. They, they went on the crew. <laughs> we have this boats that goes to Finland, clearly. Uh, back and forth and they went on one of those boats and they sat playing and whilst playing they had a children's show with the uh, going on so it's like the mummy characters walking around them it's like, it so surreal to yeah, look at pictures w- of that
1: i would i would love to go on a on a cruise ship, Finland, Sweden, yeah. playing old
0: school—that
1: that would be great.
0: It's that would be really cool, but especially uh, if you could time it in with the Fountain of Youth or whatever. Yeah, but
1: that—that's—that's that's too much. Like yeah. if if you go for Maybe. a cruise, uh, like mm-hmm. a twenty-four or forty-eight hour cruise, I'm not gonna be able to play the Fountain of Youth or whatever a weekend <laughs> after. after <that>. No, it's <laughs> never gonna happen. Like, <laughs> But I mean, we could consider if we have like days off. And when we go back, take a cruise ship from Helsinki to Stockholm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I kind of miss. It's been a long time since I went on one of those cruises. It's nice to go into Orland, right? Closer to home.
1: Yeah. Um, Orland. The cruise to Orland is like
2: two hours, so and from from where I live. So.
1: Yeah. I took that this summer. Um, that was the only boat going the Since they removed Rosella, it was so full, I couldn't even get a seating spot.
0: Is it only two hours?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not from Stockholm, because the, the Stockholm archipelago takes like two and a half hours because it's like, I don't know, okay. they can drive like four knots or something through the Stockholm archipelago. Well,
0: then we go from Stockholm. Yeah, I think it's great. So we do have uh, stuff to talk about besides random ramblings because we have a producer now. Yeah, I so got the... a, f-
1: a fax from our producer Mats Rasmussen this morning yeah. and he said you. he was like, you guys suck. Uh, I have to tell you what to talk about. (laughs) You really don't know what you're talking about. That's correct. It's kind
2: of nice having a producer that tells us when the summer is ended and we have to start working again.
0: Exactly. It was like, get off your fat butts, start working, start streaming again. Yeah. So we bought a bunch of beers and here we are. And, uh, he brought us some questions. We're going to walk through, I guess. Yeah, uh, maybe we we
1: will try to go through all this. It's it's very long. Um,
0: hmm, depending on how we can yeah. walk through them in in five minutes if we would like to. But
1: yeah, but the, there's some that uh, <laughs> warrant a, a discussion, I guess. Yeah. So, so yeah, you 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 can you can be the reader if you want.
0: Uh. I just left but, i have no uh, idea what
1: maybe it's a cat
0: uh, it's probably the cat he needs to kill the cat again
1: is his cat like kenny in south park
0: Slaughter says moominland is next to his presidential summer estate on the coast
1: no, in, in not to his to uh, out to finland's presidential summer estate
0: <laughs> not to his <laughs> uh, that <laughs> was like like he has a presidential summer state. <laughs> yeah, the president has. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay,
1: okay. Um, but yeah.
0: Security detailer Moom is running amok there. That's nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So of course he's
0: flopping as So, so Hello, sir. I think we're kicking off with the first question. That's a good question to start with because uh <clears throat> it goes as such. Do you think that old-school scene has peaked in size or activity, or is it just a summer lull? Um, I'm thinking here that uh, our producer has a sense of it being slowed down a bit uh, overall, uh, and we've had a rise, steady rise, I believe, of uh, old-school a long time now, right?
1: yeah i think like 2017 to 2022 was insane in the rise of players mm-hmm. uh, i kind of think we have peaked in the amount of players yeah me too me too uh i think we have like a small rotation people stop playing some yeah. people n- new come in, but it's like it's not like when you go to a tournament now it's like a lot of people say it's their first tournament uh no, exactly. Actually in in England it was like some guy I met played against it was like yeah this is my first old school tournament i just heard about this and i had some old cards. <laughs> Uh, he obviously played like Mono Green with uh, Chronicles cards and whatever. It, it... I always,
0: I obviously killed him, man. Yeah, yeah, I,
1: I, I killed him. So I removed all his permanents in play and then beat him to death. <laughs> uh, Welcome to old school.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and then you throw his deck on the wall. But it, it's, it's
1: quite fun when you play against uh, when you play against new players uh, who haven't played old school and mm-hmm. you go off like with Time Twister and. Balance their whole board and keep like four mocks and, and ancestral and time walk and everything. They haven't seen that, they have never yeah, played against yeah. that before.
0: Sometimes and... they, they feel they're excited about what's going on in that sense, I guess. Yeah,
1: so so yeah, I've, I think like Corona made people start playing old school and
0: yeah, more old school then. And uh, I think. Overall, uh, we have uh, other formats, uh, like Magic as a whole has grown grown and grown uh, and Premodern has grown really much also. So yeah. um, I don't know how much it's connected to like Magic because old school don't care about new sets and stuff like that. But in a sense, it might be also connected to that and then there's clearly the economics behind it also it's not that easy to get into if you don't have the cards clearly uh yeah but but i kind
2: of feel that those players that don't have the that the funds for it probably goes to x points and seven points instead if they're going to the old school region
0: yeah
2: and then pre-modern
1: of course but uh, i've seen a lot of those guys that started with like seven point singleton and x point uh go into playing reg- regular old school after that
0: yeah I would clearly do that also I would like oh now I can get a new x-point card <laughs> and that will and then I would like just collect those instead uh, and that's a good way to not <laughs> have to play against Orland, like mind twisting your whole hand turn to and whatever I'm, I'm- I've, I've never been like
1: part. that mind twist guy. That's never uh-huh. really been uh-huh. my my. Uh, I think you put it in the sideboard. You're, yeah, you're more I of a mind um, twister guy. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I'm more. And more um, of a turn one time twister. Yeah,
1: guy. yeah, yeah. i yeah, uh, more. <laughs> I don't play those. Uh, I don't tend to play a lot of those ritual or mana vault decks, uh-huh. which, makes, I I which makes mind twist a lot better. I play more. Yeah more of those uh decks where mind twist is not uh, not that great like it's it's obviously the best in the deck uh, mm. which is the main win con in the deck mm. uh,
3: yeah mind twist because yeah.
0: you just like lay and pray a bit like right you're just building up your mana base and then
1: i would never call the deck a lay and pray deck
0: what would you call it then? or why not you're not pouncing on anything i think why why i would say it's a lay and pray deck it's just like mind twist is a move or and after that then you just like start winning i guess yeah
1: but yeah, i think the lay and pray is a bit weird in magic Mm. uh, at all like and if people don't understand mma they don't understand what lay and pray really is (laughs) so (laughs) We we are not gonna go into the history of MMA. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, Maybe we can do do an episode with PES um, on MMA or something. Yeah, let's do that. So so yeah, but I I think um, um, like the activity in old school, uh, we have never seen this this amount of tournaments. Uh, There's several tournaments uh, that um, collide with each other. not just in like one tournament in the states and one tournament in europe but like for example like the ivory cup the open and that uh, german tournament were at the same weekend like we're going to see a lot more where you have to choose which tournament you're going to mm.
2: yeah yeah pre-corona it was basically we had so few tournaments that you can almost go to everyone every tournament but after the corona is like it's impossible to go everywhere.
1: Like remember when we started playing old school? Like there was like three tournaments a year. There was like yeah. noob- mm-hmm. Noobcon, BSK, and then maybe one more. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. It. <laughs> you played old school max three times per year. Yeah,
0: and yeah. I think that's also when. Uh, me. we're we're clearly uh, we're talking about Sweden mostly here because we live there but that's but no uh,
1: one played anywhere outside of Sweden back then yeah 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 Yeah. Uh,
0: but that's when the Stockholm scene also peaked because you could just like well I have a basement and I'm gonna have a tournament and you write on it on uh, our uh forum here which was swedishmagic.com so that's why and then people from everywhere would come. It <laughs> was yeah. like nice a tournament. <laughs> I'm gonna play old school cards. Um, so, yeah, I've been to a bunch of basements actually <laughs> at that point. But now, but not Jälestuga. But not Jälestuga. No, maybe Jälestuga even. But uh, now we ventured more into like these 200 person like tournaments globally uh where you get food and i'm not complaining uh... it's, it's a
1: lot better now like you have yeah, an you that's... have a you have a real bar with people who works in a bar you yeah. have real food with people who make food for a living mm. like it's it's quite nice like the noob uh, fest uh, and uh, arvika this year like yeah everything arranged Lob- so- lobster combo was the same like on friday they ordered 93 pizzas or 94 we don't know um and they just put them put them out in the hall and everyone could eat on saturday like you had pre-ordered lobster rolls and um an italian guy working in the bar like just yeah. just churning out beers all day long so so yeah i think we've come a long way since the since the old days
0: yeah, and uh, clearly there's uh, a reminiscence of uh, nice feelings about those old days still because uh, it's also nice to have a small gathering and meeting new people with that small gathering, and that's not going to happen today. I, mean. I think,
1: I yeah. think, like the Open in England is like one of the good small tournaments. Um... Mm -hmm. ivory cup is still also one of those there's there's yeah a couple couple of these like if you want to go
0: become one of those yeah you're right or always have had been maybe um and i just want to also address the summer lull uh, part of the question do you think the old school scene has peaked in the size activity yeah somewhat right Uh, i think we're at capacity of uh, How many I don't think I don't see the events being bigger (laughs) and uh, uh, yeah, as you mentioned, I think it's, I don't know, it's not dropping off per se, but some people are leaving and a few are entering the format, right. Uh, But regarding to the summer lull, well, it's always a summer lull, but before we went live, I believe we talked a bit about. We had the summer derby and uh what was it the lobster conox yeah also? but that, yeah.
1: that was like end of may so it's yeah, not really whatever summer.
0: um i think maybe here in the north and i don't know maybe in europe overall we've had a, a well summer vacation i don't think it's a summer lull, maybe i don't think it's yeah
1: but i th- i think like for me, it's like I need a break from magic a couple yeah. of months a year. Uh, yeah. If you're playing a couple of tournaments a year, you could probably yeah, I'm on a vacation. I can go for a trip to play magic. Uh,
0: yeah, and so. we're we're uh, we're planning. I'm just talking about the pod and whatever. We here <laughs> as a group are. We have that laid out. It's not like we're dropping off or whatever. And oh, I wish we would play more. We just like it's summer break, and then we, just, <laughs> then we basically don't talk. <laughs> and here we are back again. Yeah, yeah, so. for sure.
1: Okay, well, maybe we should uh, move on because it's yeah. it's a long list. Uh, I, I
0: don't know about this second one. It's, <laughs> So it's it's about the color white, basically. Do you have uh, okay? We can brush it off. Uh, Todd, you can answer this question. Is white secretly the best color in old school? Or in other words, should any optimized deck start with blue and white, and then consider other colors? It's a weird question, yes. maybe. But no, I, yes?
1: think, I think blue. You should start with blue. You should start yeah, with ancestral. Yeah yeah um, and not n- ob- not uh, n- not necessarily white so
2: mm-hmm. <clears throat> you, start with bl- you start you start with a blue package and then you then you put in the the solo moxon
3: mm-hmm.
2: and yeah then you can basically roll a die on which colors you want to play mm-hmm. i
1: believe yeah i think so too
0: and we're, we're later on we're talking about different formats and other stuff so uh, it's not necessarily like that in all of old school formats but uh, overall yeah uh, and when I played uh, DFB in uh, old town here in Stockholm he <laughs> told me that many people hate on like cars like mind twist and uh, Lua and whatever but his most, the the card he hates most is actually Ancestral recall, And I'm kind of, yeah, that's usually also what I feel like I'm getting when, when my opponent draws an Ancestral, when you're like on par, (laughs) you're like, okay, great. How can I come back from this? So it's weird that Ancestral don't get more hate in that sense.
1: But I think it's, um, it's the the feel bads is kind of deceptive with ancestral. Mm-hmm. Some people haven't really identified how bad it is for you, but you, you see, mean? yeah. But the thing is, like, you see, your your opponent has like four cards in hand. He plays an ancestral, he goes up to six, okay, and then he wins uh, like yeah. ten turns later. If he starts with turn one library, and you feel it every single turn, yeah, it's like yeah. it's like poking a mind twist your whole hand. It's mm. like your you're you're destroyed yeah the thing with it's ancestral like, is it's like it's deceptively in a way but mm-hmm. he has identified obviously for his deck uh lua is not a bad card because no. he plays ice storms um as well yeah yeah so uh, it's but, a
0: permanent you can easily answer it but so, i agree then orland so if but is... if
1: if you if, if you're playing the deck and your opponent starts with turn one library it's like how do i get rid of this as fast as possible mm. um, Yeah, so and that's so... why
0: berlin <laughs> started playing uh, stone rain in his uh, swedish version him so. and others yeah yeah but i i believe he was uh, one of the first people that started doing that at least uh, in his, but anywho, uh, I agree, yeah, I agree with you that it hurts more, uh, have, having your opponent yeah, activating no. drawing cards each three turns in a row. So, so, uh, so
1: basically, uh, it's like, um, um, yeah, you, you get, um, ancestral is more like a punch in the face and you're done, yeah, and uh, Lua is like more someone. Giving Shoke you electric you shocks to your balls uh, with a small <laughs> dosage uh, every two yeah. minutes. Uh,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, when know. will this end? Probably yeah. never. <laughs> yeah. Will, will you <laughs> make me end it? Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Next question. Is blood moon slash brass, pseudo brass damage, I guess, brass damage too low a price to pay for the power roll? four slash five colors uh, explain uh, all what does he mean with this so I mean the the real issue
1: with playing like four or five colors is that you're cold to blood moon mm-hmm. and uh, you take the damage from City of Brass is that enough or is it too easy to play four or five colors in old school mm-hmm. um I think it's you know I don't know um uh, Mm. i don't think it's too low of a price because sometimes people just play a blood moon it's like okay i lost yeah it's like people played too few people probably play blood moon i guess
0: yeah yeah it's clearly one of my favorite cards Uh, but i think
1: the problem with blood moon is in a lot of tournaments you you get paired against like with a blood moon deck you get paired against a mono or slash two color deck and you're yeah, exactly. like I can't beat this and then you're down in the in the, mm-hmm. in the the swamp with people playing those kind of decks and then you're fucked
0: we already mentioned like DFB green or whatever it's still kind of good yeah. blood moon against those decks because uh, mace uh, and uh, uh, like pendlehaven are really yeah. good in those if, decks if you can play but...
1: a blood moon before they play their their lano or elf it's hmm. pretty good because they don't have that many
0: forests actual maybe, forests but but it's not like a <laughs> a sideboard strategy it's just like it's good to uh, if your biggest offense is uh, a few angels or whatever uh i would maybe angels is the wrong card to address here maybe we should say shivan and dragons or something because we're talking about blood moon, but uh you need to take care of all those mesovits, and Pendlehaven is a good part. So, yep. um, yeah, that, um. that shit stacks. But going back to what you said, uh, on I also agree. On, like, I don't think people see the full potential of Blood Moon, but the problem is. As you said, that if you go into a big tournament, you're probably going to meet. Uh, that's a dead card. You're going to meet a lot of decks. That's like, and I got a lot of tier one point X decks are also like blue red had a renaissance in a way last year, right? Yeah, uh, and that this year those... actually. This year, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't keep track of years anymore, but with uh... Iron, is it ironclaw orcs deck or uh, what was it hi yeah because
2: Ulla won arvika the arvika tournament with
0: his blue red yeah that's his pet deck in a way right also
2: yeah but that deck is it's super tuned um, and yeah. he plays two blood moons or even three i think maybe
3: mm.
2: i think it's two blood moons. Yeah, in the sideboard. One, one, no, yeah. one in main and one in cyborg. Okay, because okay. He plays like 'cause that list has almost s- between six and eight islands in the main deck, yeah. so he can support it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, clearly.
1: But I don't because I don't think he plays four counter spells anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I
2: you know? yeah, I think he still play still plays
1: five only two? I think two plus Mana Rain. Um, yeah, okay, so then he has... And no 12, 12 Bolts. Um, yeah. so.
0: Anywho, there's a lot of decks that either play Blood Moon or Blood Moon aren't that good against. But overall, um, I think Blood Moon does stuff even against Monocolor decks. <laughs> because of... Uh, all of you probably have brewed a bit, the listeners and you guys, and even if you're playing mono red or white or whatever, I um, mean it's like mishra's and then we have probably a splash for <laughs> one color. Even if you're feeling that you're playing mono, you're, you're probably splashing black or clearly blue, uh, and then uh, well you can get someone
1: with blood moon uh... yeah i think i think it's like when i went to lobster con which is atlantic it's it's a bit different uh i was like i, I played the four color him to torak deck um, mm-hmm. and it's like yeah I'm, I'm a bit afraid of blood moon it's like everyone said that's like no one plays blood moon
0: okay but so, oh. explain why. And the hymn deck. It's uh, the right? <laughs> is not restricted, right? Um, no, no, it's yeah.
1: it's it's four hymns. And then like mm. hypnotics, juice sums, no dark rituals, mm. and it's like all the all the restricted cards and, and like it plays all the colors except uh, green.
3: Mm.
1: But but the point was like, yeah, I'm a bit afraid blood moons, like everyone that knows Atlantic said at like no one plays Blood Moon, and mm. it's true because there's a lot of people playing like Mono Black and stuff like that in in Atlantic okay. because you get the order of the Hand and whatnot. It's a cheap deck. They play reprints, ah, so it's so I, bit, I like they're I sly in a way. Yeah, I didn't see a single Blood Moon. Hmm. Uh, I I think probably Mano played Blood Moons,
0: I guess. Actually, yeah, Mano, my yeah, man. Of there.
1: course, but it's like it was 200 people i guess a couple of people play blood moons
0: yeah clearly there's a yeah, yeah but but it's, it's like not, it's not uh, as uh like in as a whole of old school people are playing it at least in the sideboard just to because but maybe not in atlantic then that's what you're saying yeah
1: uh, so so i I mean i guess if you want to beat 12 bolt um
0: which is kind yeah.
1: of kind of weird, but then you want to play Blood Moon because mm. against Fantaszu, so Blood Moon is amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And my favorite—I am I, not—I uh, don't like Blood Moon because the reasons we discussed now. I see it more as a brewing space. Uh, usually, if anyone looks at my decks that I've been playing uh, way back or whatever, uh, I usually use it so I can I'm I play a mana deck, I play whatever, and then I play a Blood Moon, and then I enable I don't know, Mace of Wits, and I get to play a and Dragon if I didn't have double red and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's not only uh like you can you can uh, you can like wait a bit and then play Blood Moon also. Uh I don't know. Uh, it's a it's uh I love we have Blood Moon in the format, and uh, it's interesting to see more of it in different kinds of decks, I guess. Uh, Next question. Yep. Do you use any outside-the-game tricks in a game? Like talking a lot, very little, hoping to draw cards not in your deck, having cards... Showing not in your deck sideboard like on top of your deck box, so this is a bit like. Uh, okay, there there's a continuum of the question: dropping a card during sideboarding and bluffing, adding, cutting them, is that this bad sportsmanship? Um, this is like <laughs> old school playing magic. I'd say uh, you you wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't bother doing this types of stuff. But what would you guys say?
1: I, I think it's interesting because like having played a lot of live poker, yeah, uh, this is stuff you always do. Um, in you, poker. You, yeah. You talk about, obviously not cheating, but you, there's a saying in poker, you can, you can talk about your hand as long as you're lying. You can't say your actual hand, but you can lie and say you have something else. Yeah,
0: uh, we, we, usually you're walking around it a bit. You're like, oh, maybe you think I have this. And yeah, you're, yeah, you're shit talking a it.
1: But there, there, there's a lot of stuff going on here in this question. Um, it's mm-hmm. it's kind of hard. There's there's both bad and not bad sportsmanship in the, these examples, I think. Yeah. Um, like those talking a lot or not talking. Um, okay. Will Oseb.
2: He hasn't, hasn't bought a router.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, you you can obviously, obviously talk. Uh, you can obviously talk as much and as little as you want. That's yeah. totally fine. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think that gives that much of an edge. Uh,
0: no,
2: and uh, nothing school, or I wouldn't say it gives an edge. If you talk
0: a lot, I wouldn't say in general, uh, I, I think if you played enough, you, you need to be, uh, uh you resolute. You need to be like, I don't know you, we, 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 we've have played a bunch, you and I and us guys. And I think, uh, among friends, you can usually like, oh, it's more fun in a way then to like, oh, did you have to draw that fucking ancestral? Of course, you have the fucking ancestral and stuff like that. But that's just like friendly banter. Uh, and that's fun, I think. But this is more addressing, I guess, uh, competitiveness. But that's, a... not, uh, that's not old school overall, uh, I'd say.
1: But I think also, like um, the example with talking a lot or or not at all, it's like when people ask you questions that are not exactly related to the game, mm-hmm. like you you have to communicate that's that's part of them, standard magic rules <laughs> uh, but 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 if people ask you random questions, you you just sit like and don't say anything. Mm-hmm. That's also like a standard thing in 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 poker. Uh, mm-hmm. And and talk too much. You're you're sitting and yapping and yapping and yapping when pe- people are trying to do something, as well mm-hmm. when they're start, start when you, when you see people start like counting their lands with their fingers, you see this like all the time. <coughs> then you could just just like start talking to try to make them a mistake. I think that's quite a bad bad sportmanship. Yeah,
0: um. because uh, they can just take more time yeah. i guess especially in old school it's like they're they're not gonna yeah
1: uh... i think and also like going going on like ha, like this is something i actually sometimes do like they're hoping to draw a card you don't play like when you're mm-hmm. in your draw step like i hope i draw a balance which i don't yeah. have in my deck like that's something <laughs> I, I would do yeah like i'm still hoping to draw it like Mm. i'm not lying (laughs) in a way Mm. like i want to draw it but it's not in my deck or in my sideboard Uh, even
0: like if i'm kind of a certain that i'm one oh and i have been on loa uh for seven turns or whatever then i might like just lighten up the mood and, like, oh, this is yeah, I know. This... Oh, ah, sorry, but I need to do this, and then that type of stuff is also like I don't know, it's just general playing magic, I guess. Uh, you don't have to be a dick, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. don't be a dick. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's that's yeah. the actual rule set, so yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: don't be a dick. And I. Um, yeah. And I'm like, like, you can keep a Sarah Angel on your deck. If you like Sarah Angel, you don't have to do it trying to bluff uh, playing Sarah Angel or whatever.
1: And I think these like weird things you do when you like dropping a card during sideboarding and bluffing, adding and cutting them. I think that's just silly. Yeah, like people do that in legacy, Um, like they have a Batterskull token on their deck box. When you yeah. don't play back, that's like, but, but, in, but in legacy, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I, I okay, f- okay. in competitive legacy, you, you, you want to win. Often there's price money and whatever, like, yeah. then it's not against the rules in any way. Uh, no, but, I've, but I've I'm, had
0: some really bad feels of uh, like people tricking you and stuff like that. Uh, but those were learning experiences. <laughs> but but I also think it's
1: important that, like, you should never do these kind of shenanigans against
0: um, new players. Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, How do you mean? Like, if you're playing against a new player... Against a
1: new play. player, you, you shouldn't do these kind of weird things. If I'm playing against MG, mm-hmm. I'm pulling out all the tricks in the book. Like, okay, is that <laughs> like, allowed? <laughs> like... <laughs> Like I had this BSK thing where he was like, oh, I have a Tormo script against the twiddle Vault deck and he was like taking a photograph. It's like, okay, I'll play regrowth and take back my whatever. And Mm -hmm. he was like, wait, it's like, I'm sorry, man, you missed it. Like, (laughs) but that's Uh. totally something I would do against MG, I would probably not do it against anyone else. Mm. Mm. Because like, that's the that's the old Gothenburg way. Mm -hmm. Um, I would never do that thing against a new player. It's like, oh, wow, I have this amazing board state. I'm going to take a picture and then I'm going to do some actions while he's taking a picture. Yeah. So, (laughs) So I think you should, either you don't do these kind of things at all or you do them, as you said, against among friends.
0: Yeah, I remember getting back into Magic. And then I started playing Legacy so I could not buy Jewels because secretly I just wanted to get all the old school cards <laughs> and the format didn't exist in my mind then. But <clears throat> then I played a counterbalance deck in a small tournament in to Stockholm here. And I had a counterbalance lock with the uh, Senses uh, Divine at top, and you show your card and uh, your opponent's cards get countered. And my opponent started acting like he didn't really understand what was going on. So I over-explained it. I was like, "But what if I do this?" And then I—that's he, where he—he he started going like, "What if I do this?" Then I do that, and then I tapped out, just to like address how I would act, because I was like trying to be helpful. And then it's like, "Well, then I lightning bolt you," <laughs> so, so killing me. I was like, "What?" <laughs> so, but that was like me starting over again, and that's not usual in. I don't think I don't think anyone in the old school scene would uh, agree on any of that happening. Uh, and a good player, a uh, well-known player uh, wouldn't be <laughs> someone would hold that against him, clearly, I believe. Uh, yeah. It's a friendly environment. We don't play for big money or anything. Uh,
2: don't be a dick. No, no cars as a price.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, next question: What's the difference between a good and really good, exceptional players? Uh, yeah, I haven't really thought about this. Do you, what do you think, Ty? What's a good and a, like exceptionally good player? Let's start. Let's start with what's generally a good player. Like what does a good player have to <laughs> know, do, win understand? matches.
2: Win matches do mm-hmm. that's
0: Your a good mistakes. player.
1: That's okay. A a good player wins matches. It's like bring the
0: statistics. Like
1: no, just like win matches. That I <laughs> think that's in a way for me
0: definition of a good player. Um and why is that different to an exceptional player than normal?
1: Because of the exceptional players they make fewer mistakes, and I think, no, I think two so. two areas that the exceptional yeah. players <clears throat> excels to good players is uh, building sideboard, sideboarding, and Mulligan decisions. I, I think yeah. those are some of the, oh, the yeah. points. The points where 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 it separates the good. From the exceptional players, uh, uh-huh, because being uh-huh. a good player, you can you can do win matches, you even win tournaments, uh-huh. but you still is like, yeah, you if you if someone analyzes like, okay, why why did you sideboard this? And it's like, I don't know, I had a feeling of blah blah blah, uh-huh. and it's uh-huh. like they they can't really explain it. They have built their sideboards like, okay, I have 15 cards against the deck, but I can't board out 15 cards. Uh-huh.
0: But then again, I think also uh, a bunch of exceptional players that I know, like that that has been playing since uh, young age, younger than me, usually, uh, they also have a sense of the game. Uh, That's also a part of being exceptional player that you... I'm just trying to be the... There's also a sense where you don't really... Need to explain like why you do, how you do, because a bunch of people that are really good players they have very weird card choices and stuff like that, right? Yeah, but
1: I, I think there's like—is
0: um, this the playing style maybe, or
1: um, I don't know? Um, I, I always tend to get back to to to, to poker. Um, there's those players that are oh they're good they're winning a lot but they 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 don't really have the understanding of the game anyway they can't explain the reasoning i think to be a really good or exceptional player you have to have that understanding as well you 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 have to be able to explain why you do stuff it's like you can't just say, well, I felt it and it's like, okay, you won, but you still can't motivate why you're doing the stuff you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think that exceptional players would have that problem. Mm. Um, I'm not going to sit here and name names about people I think are exceptional, old school players, but common for them, I know when I talk to them, they they can motivate everything and explain why they are doing stuff. Mm. Uh, some bad players can also explain <laughs> why they are doing stuff. Yeah, but their reasoning often th- doesn't. Re- make, does, agreeing with them. No, but their reasoning often doesn't make any sense. I'm yeah. not saying that just because you can explain stuff in detail doesn't make you exceptional. But but mm-hmm. I think that's one of the one of the things you you, you should have. Um, uh, and that's why I can never be an exceptional player or a really good player. Because I'm in that space where, okay, I win matches, I win some tournaments here and there, but I can't explain everything. Or it's like, I don't yeah. even know, know why I'm doing stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: But doesn't that have to like, let's say when you were playing Troll Disco, you know the deck in and out, you know the 75. And so you know what you kind of want to do every every game and every sideboarding. And you know
0: kind of what you want for starting and end. That's I'm, experience you're talking about, right? Yeah, that's that's
1: experience. Uh, but I can't do that with a deck I've never played. Because if, I, if someone gives me a deck that I've never played, hmm. I can't do that. Take for example when I play so yeah, if, if
0: it's un, if you built it yourself, you might have explanation for it. Because you but, but have then, been then through I, the thought process of putting it together again.
1: Yeah, but then again, I'm not a deck builder. The thing is, like, I, I don't build my own decks. Uh, mm-hmm. There's also one of the things where exceptional players can build deck. Um, you
0: hire people coming into your house taking out the cards but but but, but the troll
1: disc example is, is is quite good because there is like i have a vision in my head of how i want the games to go all yeah. the time but they can't really really explain it and that's that comes down to experience and that the deck actually suited me but if i play like a deck like blue red counterburn i always do bad it's a it's a good deck but i always do bad with it Mm. because I can't play it. Uh, it's, it's not my style or whatever. Yeah,
0: I think uh, everyone, that's another, that's a side question in that sense. Everyone has a playing style. Uh, yeah, and definitely. I think you and I, Olin, have similar playing patterns or whatever. I think we're, more, you You play in other formats, uh, combo-ish. And you like yeah. Twiddlewalt, I guess. I don't like that. I love but... combo
1: decks. I've loved combo yeah. decks in the 90s.
0: Yeah, but but I don't like that. Whatever. Uh, but maybe we're not as fluent in the aggressive meta in that sense. And sometimes red blue has to be aggressive. And I I'm a person that needs to calm things down before I do anything. Uh, and sometimes you just need to go for it. And I don't. I'm agreeing with you in that sense that. I'm not able to compute when I, okay, if I vault now and then I draw into uh, uh in two turns. I have three draws and then I get to uh, psionic blast and then I, if I draw that card, then I might do the second two damage with my Mishra. I don't. I never play like that. I usually more address that what's going on, <laughs> like how many cards have my opponent? What what is he playing? I'm more basic in that sense. Uh, so I'm not counting down the damage. I'm more addressing the play state. Uh,
1: so then also, there's like, for me, there's another kind of exceptional player. Um, and I like to call them Pefken style players.
0: Oh, that's we, we're, yeah, we're. That's what's what I was talking yeah, about yeah, earlier. Uh, we are uh, decisions.
1: Uh, that's what I. No, it's like yeah. weird deck building it's a deck that if anyone else plays, it's going to go shit because yeah. it's so weird. But if he plays it, he, he, he does really good with them. Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, he is also like, if you ask him, he can explain everything. I often don't understand what what he's yeah, saying. I don't
0: really <laughs> agree either. Uh, but, but Yeah. It
2: never makes
0: yeah. sense to me. <laughs> so... like I've lost to, um, him playing Parfait with four Spikes, four four Spikes in the sideboard or whatever. Uh, and I was like, what is he playing? Why is he playing four Spikes? Uh, and I've lost to him playing like Simbad uh, in a control shadow or whatever. And I guess Simbad is a fine card. I'm not complaining on the cards per se. Four spike is also a good card, but I would never like <laughs> play those cards in those types of decks. Like, why do you want cards in your graveyard? What do you want to do with them? But no, symbol. He, he's sifting through cards. He's doing his stuff. He has a complete different mind. Yeah. So,
1: so yeah, it's. I, f- I think we kind of answered the question. Yeah, but from our perspective. Exactly. Non- like, I we, think it's more
0: complex than that. Yeah. Clearly, so. Uh, Exceptional players have, there's different types of exceptional players. Maybe we should put it like that. And I think the question is good because there's good players and there's exceptional players. And there's probably a difference, but they're still different type of exceptional players. Yeah, definitely. So next question. Do you feel the old school meta or scene has become more spiky over the years? Is this a good or bad thing or just naturally for a format that matures? What would you say? (laughs) Ty, I I see a share for the listeners (laughs) and a closed mic. (laughs) His cat or something maybe is in the way again. Um, maybe I should start. I think that, um, we've it, for me, it's, I think everyone co- as a player comes to a point that, or not everyone, but uh, back in the day at least, a lot of people play the deck. Uh, and I don't know, kind of broke the format. It's a solved format, uh, people playing the deck is regarded as spiky but then there's big tournaments there's small po- tournaments and a lot of spiky players play uh other decks also like fluffy for instance that's an excellent uh, the deck player he plays uh his old blackboarded beta deck or whatever all the time so it's a wide area i guess what do you think hold on
1: yeah i think um I think the, just the general knowledge of pl- old school players is higher than it was ten years ago. Obviously, like how so,
0: they understand yeah, what's going it, on, or
1: they understand deck building. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that the format kind in of, old school, you yeah, mean? in old in old school, we're just talking about old school. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, i think that like yeah the deck was obviously the the deck in 2013 to 15 was the obvious best deck there was no contender mm. um, there's been contenders after that first it was the blue red counter burn uh yeah um and then then we had a couple of years of death and it was on par with, uh, with with the deck in a way and then we had the eight talk
0: and then we had the 12 bolt and then we kind of had the but that was maybe just a fluke the underworld no. dreams uh, win there but underworld dreams yeah i did, did, did in the, 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 yeah were... but
1: the the, the um, uh, winning noob con was a fluke yeah uh, and you can even ask him he says my deck is not that good mm-hmm. i just got extremely lucky it was the first day of GothCon. He played this deck and 1. And then he was like, yeah, I got my trophy. I'm going home. I'm skipping the whole GothCon. I'm skipping vintage and everything. I'm like, <laughs> I'm done. He just drove home. Like, probably slept a couple hours and just drove home. It's like, yeah, I'm done. Um, yeah. And that, that's like, but but yeah, I think. I don't know if it's gotten more spiky. I don't really think so. I think Me it's. Neither. I think it's come in a couple of more spiky players, uh, mm-hmm. um, which is a bit random. But there is also a lot of new players that are not that spiky. Um, so, so yeah, I guess. But it's it's so easy to remember the spiky players because they yeah. keep vi- winning and winning and winning. Uh, yeah, of and
0: I think it's like a, more of a certain. Before we started streaming, we talked about what tournaments went about, and we had two of the deck wins right now. Three, um, three in a way, but yeah. Yeah, uh, and it's not like we f- you you frown upon people playing the deck. It's like you're you're like yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like when me and Ty went to Troll Cup, uh, we had a the deck win there also, right? Uh, And in larger tournaments, uh, I think people are not frowning upon the deck as maybe five, six, seven years ago, people were kind of fed up with the deck in a sense more, but 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 now we have more tournaments and the larger tournaments. You should expect people playing the deck.
1: Yeah, and I think for like five, six or maybe even longer you had basically had the deck and then you had bad decks. Yeah. Now you have, you have the deck, you have other good decks and then you have bad decks. Mm. Uh, Don't get me wrong. People, people can play whatever they want. And it's like, I'm not judging people, but, but the difference is like, Oh, I'm up against the deck. I have no chance, but now you Mm. can be up against, now you can be playing against like a, twiddle vault or a 12 bolt deck you still have no chance but it's different you're not playing yeah. against if you got lucky back in the days so you you went to three zero and then you played three the decks in a row and it's like okay this sucks yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah now like, now uh, you're probably gonna maybe experience the same thing you're up at trio then you're gonna play against one um, one the deck one uh, one uh, Leo Bruder bots, bolt. and then then 112 bolt. And it's like okay, exactly. I lost three matches, but it's still three different yeah. decks, and it's totally bolt, different experience.
0: The lion, the, the bolt deck is <clears throat> it's not a certain that you will win uh, if you're playing the deck if you're meeting the like heavily burned deck or whatever. So um, the deck clearly the format is solved, but there's a bunch of People know more what to do against the deck, also. Yeah, uh, there was a time when, like, Ivory Tower was uh, <laughs> like a scoop for even creature based decks, like meeting it, even like Urnum Gedon types of decks was like, Oh, turn one, Ivory Tower, how can I beat this? And uh, clearly nowadays we know how to address stuff in a other way so
1: yeah and, and matt matt harper in the chat makes <clears throat> uh, makes a good point like uh, that a good player can always beat a bad player playing the deck and it's like yeah, yeah. the, the thing true. is like a bad player playing the deck is not going to win a tournament yeah the, it's, it's, it, it still is hard like we had yeah, the
0: deck We
1: had three tournaments wins we we talked about um, lately, uh, which was won by the deck. It was Will McGran, Queen Queen Marman, and Lucas Glavin, three of the best deck players in the world, mm. we, winning those tournaments. It's not like. Random, random guy, random guy, and random
0: guy. No, and it's hundred plus uh, tournaments. Also. Two of
1: two of them are one was not the third one was the Ragnarok tournament in mm. in Seattle. I think yep. it was sixty or something, but, but still, yeah. Uh, so so yeah, it's like I don't remember the last time I saw a bad the deck player win a tournament
0: yeah um, I probably
1: never maybe, well, maybe probably m- never m- maybe I was the worst one winning when I won <laughs> I don't know uh,
0: I, back again back in the day, cards like Mirror Universe was seen as like
3: uh,
0: more powerful than today uh, and that was like shattering for those type of aggressive decks or whatever maybe you can maybe you can make use of a turn four or five <laughs> like mirror back then but nowadays you you're constrained in every sense like you're being attacked you get to they take another turn they do whatever they they're playing atog talk. they're attacking killing you before and uh, so I yeah, think it's not to, as to easy today either. And clearly, when you're playing Lion De Bolt, you're back in the day. Maybe you just needed to play uh, City. Uh, no, uh, Circle of Protection Red. Uh, that's not true today, uh, since it's more diverse. You have to take care of uh, Serendibs. You have to take care of. Is is Circle stuff.
1: Protection Red just a bad card?
0: Yeah, today.
1: Oh, we lost Seb again. Nice.
2: Yeah, But notice that back in the days we had four mana drains in the format.
1: Yeah.
2: So it makes a lot of difference that playing something and get counted and they get two extra mana and play the book or mirror. It's mm. It's brutal. But yeah. uh, circle of protection red is a horrible card Mm. you should not play it
0: yeah Ty, you're a rather good uh, the deck player I'd say so
2: yeah we had a I love love playing the deck that's my my favorite deck to play but Mm. since corona I haven't played it
0: what's the other protection card that makes protection from black also we had a
1: greater realm of preservation
0: we we had a small we had a brief of time where people tried that out also that's when maybe it was what we talked about earlier when the blackish season was in (laughs) but that's also probably just a bad card right
3: yeah, see,
2: yeah. you
0: know, uh, they had the rhythm and I had the rhyme. So then, that, one more time, it worked out and then they worked it in. Tony, Tony, Tony has done it again.
1: Yeah, we coming back at you again. Six, six. I know if feels real good to y'all out there. Y'all remember that from the old days? But we gonna do it to you one more time. But so we need everybody out there. Don't your bump your mind. Seven, eight. Who <laughs> got, <laughs> <laughs>
0: we're probably not going through all of this right
1: I don't know how long yeah, we've been on, yeah, we, on we, I mean it depends on I think we can get through this
0: okay good yeah, yeah, yeah. just uh, because so we're not missing out on anything you guys would like to address here in the questionnaire we have from our or the topics we have from our producer, Mr. Yada. So next question is: how do you identify what your opponent is playing? What are the telltale signs you're looking for? Mono base cards, etc. How do you tell skies from the deck? Or other somewhat similar decks early on? uh this is a very broad question (laughs) generally broad question but uh
1: yeah i mean you you just have to i think this is really hard you you just have to know like all the deck lists and find something that's uh... basically it depends on the player Uh, if you know it's it's a it's a really good spiky player mm. it's probably kind of easier to know what they're on but if it's mm. like one of these brewers you, you you have no idea yeah so so i think this is like hard you you know yeah uh, i think, I think... Uh, you, you go around scouting if you if you want to know you don't mm. know for the first round then. And...
2: i think i do i have a thing that i do that depending if they play in the basic lands that is not blue blue white or yeah if they don't play in a basic if they play in a basic land that is not the one of the usual suspects then i do my first cut from that point
0: Mm, like a a forest or whatever
2: yeah exactly forest or swamp then i Mm. kind of cut out a few decks that i know don't play swamps at the moment
0: yeah basics is a good telltale sign uh, Bazaar, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. And it's like,
1: yeah. also like, if they go... Well, it's, then it's it's always narrowing it down, because if they go like, Volcanic Island, Green Mox, Felwar Stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then you're basically, okay, it's... For me, it's like, it's the deck or Twiddlewold.
0: Yeah. You're, you're not playing Green Mox and in uh, Red... You're, well, you're playing it in Red blue, but you're not playing Fellworth on then, yeah. so yeah. Um,
1: but then it can also be Skies because Skies could also play Felwar's hmm
0: And the deck and the cool is Moxon. playing. Yeah, so I, I, I would like to circle back to the question then against uh, regarding like outside the game tricks. I think the, this kind of goes into that. If you're thinking too much outside of the game, <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're just adding to the, like problematic stuff that just you mentioning earlier Roland, that, uh, you figuring out when playing troll disco, what's the scenario I would like to see from now uh, or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like when playing against someone, uh, and. I don't think you need to go that. Just like I have seven cards, I'm looking at my seven cards. Is do I have a lower? <laughs> do I have uh, like a turn one whatever? Uh, what do I need to do? My opponent plays a forest. Okay. Ooh, jikes. Do I have a uh, uh, lightning bolt? Do I have like sure? Those are valuable uh, things to know and understand. But then again, uh, don't make it too hard. Don't try to think about too many stuff uh, outside of the game or whatever. Uh, Just like, okay, is he playing a a Savannah? That's interesting. I don't see that many Savannah decks. So what's going to happen now? I probably have an answer for it. So maybe I shouldn't worry that much. For some reason, every, time, oh, every right.
2: time I see a Savannah, I always think of Ernam Geddon.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's my I think first like a, every time. Ernam Geddon or a weird enchantress deck maybe?
1: Uh, or something land text.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but then again, what does what good does it do for me to like? Oh, what decklist have I seen actually? Maybe in sideboarding. But then you probably have seen more cards, so I've, it doesn't really matter.
1: I think it's more interesting, like the other way around. How do you, in a non-detrimental way, mask what you are playing? I think mm-hmm. that's that's more important. Okay. Uh, try or try keeping, to yeah, but
0: keeping your cards close to your chest in that sense.
1: Yeah, I, I think yeah. so. Um, yeah. Try in try, a way, try, yes. Try uh, try like, to not guess what your opponent is doing. You Try to make your opponent yeah. make mistakes instead.
0: I'm kind of agreeing with you. Like, if my opponent, as you said, tie plays a Swamp, okay. Sinkhole is in my general area yeah. of thought. Mm. So maybe I shouldn't play my uh, only blue source or whatever. I agree. Uh, so... Well, clearly there's important decisions and going turn one. Me having three Misha's factory and one blue red, one volcanic or whatever. If I'm not doing anything the first few turns, maybe I should start with the Misha. Uh, that's yeah, basic. Not, even if I haven't seen the strip mine or uh, the sinkhole, or whatever. Uh, So I'm agreeing with you, Ollan. Next question. Do you have a favorite old school format? This was what I was hinting towards earlier. We talked about Swaffle and Odell and whatever. So uh, we have Swedish, we have Atlantic, we have EC, and I don't know the difference between any of them. Ollan is uh, grabbing another beer, uh, but there's a nice uh, sheet code uh, we have right, uh, Ty? that you yeah. us- usually get passed around, uh, <laughs> like where you can see what format is where and what, uh, and what are the, what are the usual suspects? Would you say format wise
2: eternal central Atlantic Swedish
0: we have two pack and pack also right
2: yeah pacific Maybe. and two pack i don't know if anybody plays two pack
0: but me neither it exists uh and i can't show you if i try to share my screen things will just break in this uh stratosphere of the twitch sphere so uh Let's not go in too deeply into what the differences are of each format. I, 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 w- I, w- I w- more, just, just want to say
1: that EC, Pacific uh, pack and Boreal. Those and are, Boreal. are four strip formats that, that that's the main thing. Atlantic is mm-hmm. one strip for workshop. Mm. So two, two pack is every card is limited to two.
0: Yeah, and so, okay, so yeah. Do,
1: just don't consider two pack. It's it's a weird format
0: and uh, we don't have uh, Twitter vault in uh, EC or the pack.
1: No, but then again, a lot of tournaments nowadays want to play Boreal instead. So and
0: explain what's the B- Boreal? Boreal
1: is like almost a four strip format, but they allow like four time vaults for recall, I think. It's okay. basically like, I think it's like Atlantic with four strip mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So and it's it's the boreal is the Canadian format, um,
0: and then also we have the reprint rules that are different. But that so... th-
1: that's not a consideration, right? No. Okay. So that's, we're that's, just that's about... that's not the format per se. Okay.
0: No. Hmm? Just to be clear here. Yeah. Um. Like and and we we also mentioned Swaffle. I think the for me, uh, you already mentioned that. Well, the biggest biggest differences are we have strip we have a strip mine format, workshop format, and Fallen Empires. That's basically yeah. the big three. Uh, that's different differentiates uh, the formats for so, me. So
1: if you want to think about it, it's like. We have Swedish, which is one strip, one workshop. Then we have the West Coast, which is four strip workshop. Then we have the East Coast in the middle, which is four shops, one strip mine. That's mm-hmm. that's the, the thing, how you remember it. The more the West west you go, the more it becomes more cards allowed. Yeah, okay. And then um, Swaffle Swoff, is like Swedish with Fallen Empires, but Hymn to restricted. Yeah, Which is I an, think uh, that's
0: that's perfect for me at least. Uh, but I'm more used to Swedish. Uh, um,
1: I I like all these formats. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's one that's best. Four uh, horsemen
0: is the best. I th- <laughs> I th- I th- like best. best? That's that's a very or weird fav- way of favorite favorite. Yeah, uh, favorite actually. Yeah, yeah man. because uh, like we can talk about playability and whatever. Um, uh, I think I like having Swedish as a base for this is a, this is a format, and then we talked about uh, X points earlier or whatever. I think yep. you need to have a general idea what the format is, and X points in my antwaffe is connected to Swedish then, <laughs> in a sense. So. Uh, what we haven't mentioned is like the mono burn and uh, stuff like that. Uh, I don't really like that, but I can see it also. Like, especially if you're allowing for uh, workshops, I don't know. It's it, it makes sense, but it's it, for me, it doesn't make sense because I like contemporary rules, but, but
1: yeah, but it makes Suchi more balanced. To yeah, play mana burn.
0: And like you taking one damage for playing a felware stone. Yep. Uh, or whatever. With your... Uh... But the question was do you have a favorite uh, old school format? Uh, I think we should rule out Swedish here because do, or do any of you guys have another favorite? Would no, you put I'm... any other format over Swedish? But I wouldn't put no. Swedish
1: over anything of either explain uh, I think I think both uh, like the one strip four strip formats are really good
0: um,
1: I want to mm-hmm. play all
0: formats uh, okay so you wouldn't like to pick a favorite that's what you're saying no
1: uh, I would probably I, as I said I've never played X points and that's probably for a reason I would mm-hmm. rate these formats over X points I would rate them over 7 point singleton.
0: Uh, These formats we're talking about Swedish Atlantic and EC and yeah. whatever, yeah. Not pack over
2: Brothers Highlander.
0: I think Brothers
1: Highlander is uh, in the top as well. It's the best uh, pub format.
0: We should bring uh, we should bring out like this uh, tier S. Uh, what what you call it? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, the tier tier ranking. Yeah,
0: tier ranking. We can do that another time, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's either well, we we do have Swedish sixty nine, and we have uh, yeah, but have the, the, that that's formats a, and uh, we Swedish have Swedish sixty
1: nine and four horsemen are shit formats. Yeah,
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe, and we have uh, the ABC <laughs> format. that That's that's
1: probably, <laughs> but it was just a joke. So
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm. Uh, so the the real formats um yeah i would still i would i would put swedish above everything else because uh, that's the key format but uh, yeah maybe right Hold on. Have what you, you pl- think, have uh, you played
1: any other formats of these?
0: yeah i think so mm. um i think i've played the uh, I haven't played two pack. No, no, no but Atlant-
1: Atlantic and East. Atlantic, believe I, I yeah.
2: That Atlantic is probably the better format, or the format that Swedish would have become if they haven't showed up the new formats, basically.
0: But I haven't played any other format consistently. So, like usually, when you play a league or when you play a tournament, you can have a bunch of the fun part about playing new formats for yourself is like the brew space, I believe. Uh, and so I wouldn't, <laughs> and I, I could sure, surely in for other people, some formats would be better as you mentioned earlier, but uh, we're just talking about how you feel about what's good and what's not. So, uh, yeah, i've never felt like uh swedish is a worse format than anything else so that's just why i'm putting it up there uh thai what did you say did, did you have any favorites or how would you tear them up
2: swedish on top atlantic and the rest atlantic and the rest is It's kind of the same everything Mm -hmm. for me. Mm. If we would start playing Atlantic here in Sweden and every Mm. tournament would be Atlantic, I would play it. It Mm -hmm.
3: it wouldn't
2: matter anything for me. Yeah. But I want to try out X-Point and uh, 7-Point and all those formats, but haven't done it Mm. yet. Mm. And Brothers Islander.
0: Uh, So Atlantic and Swaffle regards two Swedish, especially uh, makes most sense for me, but I haven't played uh, that much uh, strip for uh, like easy. So yeah, maybe we should have like a season of just playing easy. We don't have I haven't played like a single four strip mine uh, tournament here. in. I don't think in Sweden at all, like in person, actually
1: no I don't', I don't no, thi- not in person but I don't think there's been an Atlantic tournament in Sweden either so no, yeah
0: we should Same also
1: way. we should also bring in scryings, actually yeah mm. we, which is, um, which I think is which I think is worse but it's mm. fun to play a couple of, one or two tw- times a year mm. then if, if you play it one or two times a year I think it's better than the other formats but if you would play it more, I would hate it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's I can like... agree because it's uh, the silliness of it in a way. Like, you're what's old school? Why do you play old school? And then we have scrying so it's kind of weird in that sense. Yeah, scryings is a good add-in here, since uh, since it's coming from up above. But then again. Uh, it why we do have different formats is because, uh, like you can do what, what the fuck you want. So <laughs> what, what what are we to say what's best and not? Let's go to the next question. Is energy flux good in old school, or should you just leave it at home? In any deck not deliberately built to somehow combo off it. How would you combo off it? Okay. Uh, is it only good main deck other like Blood Moon? Ty, go. What do you think about energy Flux in general?
2: I think Oran has a good saying that you should never play energy Flux. That's the saying. Kind of, yeah, that's the saying. And I kind of agree because... I haven't. I have energy blocks, mm-hmm. and I haven't played them in at least seven years in any high.
0: Okay,
2: so hmm.
0: don't play it. Okay, hold on. Is that true? Just yeah, I, I
1: I think that both gloom and energy blocks are not great. Oh, great.
0: Not great. A mm. great blob. No great blob. Um. I think you can diversify with a uh, energy flux every now and again. I don't see it that bad, uh, but I don't know. Maybe two, th- three years ago, I started brewing with the <laughs> Shatterstorm instead. And that's more like a haymaker in that sense. I it think actually why... kills.
1: It actually kills the Suchis
0: that are destroying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's maybe why you're not liking it or uh, because of like you have a turn two three suchi maybe with the uh, failure zone and if you're playing kalle deck or whatever the color curva uh you can still pay two mana and attack you for four <laughs> and energy flux costs three so it's still a problem
3: um.
0: Is that the reasoning why you're not liking it at all, or
1: no? I think I've died enough times when playing Energy Flux against a artifact. So
0: it just makes sense not playing it.
1: I think it's better in it's. It feels better in formats where you, where people play workshops for workshops.
0: Um, yeah, and artifact lands. <laughs> That's yeah. when it really shines. When you are like. Well, now I'm balanced your whole side of the board. It's just negated. But um, then again, I think that's a remainder of uh, the old, we talked about that earlier, the blue-red versus the deck, I guess. Uh, And then I don't know if you, did you play Blood Moon in the early days of blue-red? I don't remember. Maybe, but uh, I think you played Energy Flux over it, anyhow. I think Uh, you played
1: both, actually. Okay, yeah, Yeah.
0: both. Mm -hmm.
1: But but I think that was like um, a plan against the deck or something. Maybe we could talk to like Gordon sometime. I think he he made the first like good blue red deck. Mm. uh which didn't play the electric eels. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think... because,
0: Yeah, those decks actually played Bloodborne. I don't know, maybe the Gordon deck did have a single or because he don't like Bloodborne. But yeah. Uh what I what I'm hinting at is that um Flux is better against uh Book deck than a uh, sushi deck in general, I guess. Yeah. But but uh, the thing is, it's like, not great,
1: maybe <laughs> they have answers to it. They yeah. have Red Blast yeah. and Disenchant. Uh, they yeah. can also, like, okay, you play Energy Flux turn six, I have six lands in play and a book. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but I still think it's true that it's better against uh, uh, those types of decks because they have more artifact mana in that sense and they need to develop their mana in another way. Uh, if you're playing Suchis, you're just like throwing <laughs> uh, artifact creatures in your opponent's face in another way.
1: I, I think also like it's depending if, if you want like these weird blowouts where it's really good mm-hmm. um, or if you want to be more consistent if you want if, if you compare like playing divine offerings to to or shatters to energy flux mm-hmm. what type of player do you want to be do you want to be in a spot where it's totally atrocious sometimes and game winning sometimes or you want it, want it to be more consistent.
2: Yeah. Always uh, consistent. Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: also on the, trying to be on the consistent side. That's why I don't really like Blood Moon as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, may I add on uh, a follow-up question here regarding uh, you mentioning uh, Divine Offering I'm thinking about uh, cards like Detonate. Why don't we see more Detonates? It's Sorcery Speed. Okay.
1: Yeah,
2: Sorcery Speed.
1: We lost Seb.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he
2: detonated. Yeah. Should we move on
0: just because you can?
1: You move in Sorcery Speed, Seb.
0: Yeah, I do. What about Artifact Blast?
1: I think Artifact Blast, there are decks that Artifact blasts are good. Yeah. Uh, I think that Malte has shown the good, when he played like two or three Artifacts Blast in a row against Triskelions. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you play like Weenies and you expect Triskelions, Artifact Blast is mm-hmm. seems pretty good. Uh
0: and what would you guys say is the, if you're playing like, a, how many shatters or whatever would you play mainboard nowadays regarding the format and whatever? Uh, if you're playing like a, I don't know, red blue deck or any like more half aggressive slash not mid range, but in, in that One. area. One. One? Okay. Yeah. What tie is it? We're talking Swedish, I guess, basically, so not the workshop uh, area. One or two? One one or two. One
2: and a half.
0: Mm. And if you're playing white, you're usually playing nowadays. I'm guessing two or three disenchants and one divine offering or?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, sounds what I play always when I play white at the moment. So
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's like what it comes down to when you do it.
3: Yes. Okay.
0: Next question. Is it impolite to concede a game when you're losing? now you're
1: jumping over one of the good questions. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) It's
0: traveling to different countries. Tournaments, something you can recommend? If so, any tips prepping before you go, trying to learn of the place, players, etc.?
1: The first part is um, is it uh, something you can recommend? Yes, it's probably the best thing with old school. We lost Seb again.
2: Yeah. Wow. You really
0: don't have an internet. Yeah, but I have to Seb,
1: Seb. You need a new router.
0: Yeah, I know, but but I'm listening. It's fine. No, yeah. I'm not talking yeah. now. So I know. Yeah. yeah, it's the best thing about old school. Yeah, yeah.
1: But um, yeah. Also, prepare. I mean, you should try to get to know and talk a bit about maybe the organizers. Like, uh, what's to expect? Where should I? Where should I live? How should I travel? just like ask them because there's a lot of mistakes to be made like for example like LobsterCon if you miss like out um, the Wednesday hangs or WinCon you miss out the first day dinner because you didn't know about this like you arrive on Friday oh I could have come yesterday but I didn't know that it was a dinner that's not secret but it's not announced like
0: and NoobCon they miss out on our roof party yeah, well, the... that's. But then you
1: you miss out on the Wednesday dinner on Noobcon, if you don't yeah. know about it.
0: And the roof party.
1: Yeah, wow. I think after the roof party, if you don't go to hang out and dance on the tables, that then you miss out. Then right miss. type? Yeah.
2: Yeah, then you miss. No, but this question is. You should travel and play old school, and. That's all I've said. Total to organizers. See what's up. And don't be a stranger when you
0: get there. Stranger danger. Uh, no, be, trying to learn other place, players, etc. Did you go into prepping?
1: Yeah, but it's like prepping is you bring a bag, you bring your decks. Yeah, be don't social. bring don't bring your fucking whole collection in your bag if you
0: don't want to. And like, in general, you're not going to play that cube you have with you, or (laughs) uh, I don't know. You're not going to play that, maybe your second deck, but you're not playing your third deck just for fun. Uh, I'd say if there are tournaments you play the you play the tournaments and then you just want to hang you're not like at least for me and I think most of the people you're you're there for the tournaments and then there's some people that would like to keep on playing and just for fun or whatever but uh, then for me it's like enjoy the moment hang with people walk around see stuff
1: yeah, and uh, maybe try to learn learn to know a new people. Maybe they also are there for the first time. Maybe you can do stuff together, like go to a museum or a restaurant or whatever. Have sex. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah. yeah. So, and, but I think Glan says if you have a cube, bring it and find seven nerds to hang with you. Well probably yeah, that works pro- in Arvika. And well, uh, uh, yeah in, in our, because like there's always someone bringing something something to do that are yeah. living living close and also like learn to pack uh carry on luggage yeah. don't bring a fucking suitcase with you with which you no. check in like learn to pack stay on weight they probably won't check you, but it sucks if they say, "Ah, you have too much stuff in your bag." Yeah.
0: Um, Maybe I should uh, like more readdress and say it like: you're not going to have uh, you're you're not going to be bored. But if you would like to play your uh, cube, you're probably going to be able to play your cube. Clearly, uh, it's not that, but uh, there will be stuff. That you can do. So, just be alert, talk with people, hang out. There's but don't a also, great community out there.
1: Yeah, but also don't overestimate how much time you have because there's exactly there's dinners and there's uh, pub hangs. It's like maybe you're you going to
0: sleep and <laughs> yeah, maybe
1: you're going to a crowded pub and you bring your cube. and It's like yeah, we can't play the cube here. I have this yeah. big cube with me and I can't use it. Yeah. Because, We we need
0: to have sex now.
1: Yeah. uh, Then
0: we can play your cube. Maybe. We should do
1: a survey on how much sex has been had between old school players at old school tournaments. I would say it's not that much.
0: It's like zero to maybe uh, 2%. I
1: don't know. It's in the lower
0: percentile.
1: I don't know when I, when I was in the Netherlands, I don't know uh, uh. <laughs> how many people you slept with or yeah. <laughs>
0: people were a bit handsy. <laughs>
1: yeah, long and uh, long and yeah, nice guys. Long and
0: nice guys. okay. So now I'm going uh, forward here. We have two questions left uh is it impolite to concede a game when you're losing and just want to go to game two should you let your opponent have his fun even if it's going off with fiddle or drawing to death with the deck or whatever yeah this is not a i don't think a complicated thing uh i think anyone should be able to concede whenever they want don't be a dick we go back to or bleed. Yeah, but as lo- if you concede, then it's like ah, you had me, and good for you or whatever. But if you concede, and be be like, oh, you playing that fucking silly deck, you know? I hate you, and you concede. That's just like, okay. So Ant-
1: Anton says in chat, "I'm the fastest scooper I've ever met." Yeah, yeah that's true actually but but i but i think like this still
0: up on the how how sexual thing is that a sexual thing being scooping something i don't think so it's it's
1: not the ass scoop
0: okay no that's that's a special move but um i
1: actually rated this that it is like Profanity, vulgar language, and alcohol yeah, and tobacco yeah. use in all I have my I accept
0: going into yeah. Twitch So, so it's it's okay. It's okay to talking about ass scooping. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: but 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 yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Sometimes, like, if I like start with one land. Uh, And he goes lower, and I miss my land drop and I miss my land drop. It's like, yeah, I'm a fast scooper because I'm not going to sit there and take it for for 20 minutes. It makes no sense. And to be honest, like Anton has had such a weird amount of good draws against me. where I also had bad draws because if it's like a good draw against a mediocre draw it's 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 okay but but yeah you should be able to scoop because there's like especially in timed rounds there's you have 50 minutes or 60 minutes or whatever the time limit is and it's like the time is one of your resources yeah yeah man and, so and also like I've seen so many times when I played vintage I played shops uh a lot and people didn't scoop against me and they just sit there taking a beating not being able to play for 20 minutes mm. you'd look the the life like left their eyes after that they just sit there and it's like okay go 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 it's mm. not worth it like but it's like it's n- never bad sportsmanship to scoop you should, it's yet again yeah. part of the rules you can concede at any time Mm.
3: yeah
1: exactly i'm not there also like i'm not there to show uh, like oh you want to show off that you you have like four howling minds seven extra turns and three recalls in hands like yeah i'm not here to let you show off that you can tap your mana like <laughs> Whatever it's like, it's,
3: tap or that, that mana Yeah. Show, show me,
0: show me tap who's tap the boss for man. that mana And also, like, yep.
1: espe- especially if it's like, okay, I need to win two games now. Then yeah. you can be in trouble later on.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. So, However, you should not scoop too fast. You scoop when you when you realize what their deck looks like. Then you scoop, so you know how to sideboard.
1: Yeah, of course, of course. Then you scoop. Not that That's then. why I can scoop against uh, Anton so okay, early because, yeah. like, okay, yeah, you play blue white skies. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's
0: nice. It's nice. Um, yeah, I think once again, don't be a dick uh, whilst scooping. Uh, your opponent won fair and square. Uh, and then if you're if you have good sportsmanship you you you're not doing anything wrong while scooping uh, you're you're not obliged to sit through anything you don't would like to do
1: i'm i'm also the worst loser for 5 minutes
0: 5 minutes yeah. what do I'm, you mean?
1: I'm a really bad loser for 5 minutes it
0: well maybe matter. more in your mind you're more of a grumpy loser i'd say yeah but that's a bad loser yeah, yeah, you're a bad loser, but you're not like act, lashing out or. or I've never, I've,
1: yeah. I've never physically attacked my opponent. Only. No, a, not physically, uh, but you're. Uh, only you're a not, spectator like, or, once at Noobcon.
0: But, but then again, you're more of uh, <laughs> you're more like uh, being like meant in your own mind, like debating how how badly it's going for you whatever it's not like you oh fucking fuck you man i hate you (laughs) you're not aggressive in that sense whatever that's what i'm saying you can be you can feel bad (laughs) but don't don't uh bring it up on your opponent in that sense so last question lastly this is a long question so uh, lastly, in an eternal format with a fixed card pool, I find there's actually very few resources for actually, that's a bunch of actually here, for actually getting to learn specific decks, podcasts, like this whole deck interview with DFB, with good players, of so an archetype, and particularly as it seems relatively low effort versus effect- compared to writing an article or doing videos, at least compared to modern legacy, etc. Is this due to smaller player pool, a characteristic characteristic of how we approach the format or perhaps something else? So I'm guessing the general question is like if you would like to learn about an archetype or a deck, how would you go about and in, in old school?
1: Now, nowadays, you probably would uh, try to find um, Twitch uh, Twitch replays or YouTube videos or, or whatever people doing deck techs and playing. the decks. Yeah,
0: and we have good channels like when they people uh, commentating and it's usually a few minutes before the matches and during sideboarding that you can hear reasoning from good players that talks about how those decks, what they do. There there, there must be hours upon hours upon hours of uh, stuff you can find out there. Uh, but like, okay, I, if I would like to play Twiddlewalt, how would I go about today uh, if you, if you would have built, if you were building a wall deck tie, what are you doing then?
2: Talk to Danny
0: probably. So you're everyone should talk to Danny Friedman.
2: No, but I would probably <laughs> just watch some streams and goldfish the deck for an eternity
0: okay that's
1: that's a good point with the twiddle wall tech then you can just goldfish it
0: yeah um, uh, i just want to be like find an example of a archetype that's very specific uh do you have an, a troll disco we've had a bunch of those on the pod here clearly sure. but uh, if a person like oh i want to play troll disco. I'm Googling it. That's a weird way of going about, maybe. So I don't know. Uh, uh,
1: what What happens if you Google Troll Disco?
0: You're. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> tell oh, us no, your. Tell us the search results. I get whack whack. Oh, you get it. No, MTG that's MTG
1: decks, top old school Troll Disco decks.
0: Not MTG or anything.
1: No Troll Disco only.
0: Uh, yeah, disco magic, uh, troll deck tech, old school magic. Troll disco walk walk. Yeah, yeah, you're right. right YouTube,
1: right. YouTube, uh, disco trolls, trolls, trollpedia.
0: What? I'm gonna do this from my phone because that's. So but funny. I found
1: something on it's trollpedia. Wow, this is amazing.
0: So, <laughs>
1: the disco trolls were at some point born within the existing <laughs> tribes as a random variant or mutation of the tribes. Gen- genre of music okay you get some flavor so so yeah finally flavor the thing is like when you google you you find a lot of uh, bad stuff as well okay uh, but, yeah, but,
0: yeah. this my phone i don't have anything like uh, no uh, don't cookies you use or anything the
1: don't it. you use the brave browser or whatever
0: yeah exactly so uh, but I still get magic stuff there. I, I was just interested in uh, whether or not there will be like people trying to. I have a trollopedia here, fandom trollopedia. Uh, we we, yeah, we talked exactly... about it. Yeah, but that was way down also for me. So, And I have some Etsy disco trolls here. Uh, if anyone wants to buy <laughs> this is horrific. If anyone wants to buy this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this it, it's basically a, is it a pen troll? I don't know. But it says um, it's just the yeah. just. <laughs>
1: but yeah, if, uh, it's, if you search for Twiddle Vault, you find like... You maybe know... I
0: should buy this, actually. This is apparently a disco troll.
1: The problem, the problem is you... you, oh, fuck's sake. This is
0: 800 crowns.
1: <laughs> the problem is like when you Google for like... Um, yeah, Seb, it's, it's enough now. We understand. It's nice. it's nice. But if you Google for like Twiddlewalt, you get like 93, 94 DeckTech Twiddlewalt by Edwin the Magic Engineer. And it's like, yeah, maybe you're not want to be in that space. You... It's, yeah, it's, you, it's hard. You, want, you probably want to find like. Um, um,
0: Maybe you should mm, start with like uh, the tournaments or something like that.
1: It, it's, it's hard, as, as you said, it's hard if you want to want to find you. You, you kind of need to know who the good players are. So yeah. so basically, if you find a tournament, you find someone. Okay, this guy won a tournament with this deck. He's probably he's a good player by our definitions defined earlier. We yeah. don't know if he's an exceptional player, no. Uh, but he's probably okay, and then mm. you then you can go from there. But it's it's true. It's if you want to find good resources on DFB Green, I don't know. There's so many people who play it. And, nowadays yeah and yeah, not all of them are exceptional no? they, they are probably not that bad mm. but but still uh, if you for example want to find out um, I have an example like if you want to find out Vigo finished top four with noob fest uh, with his uh, with his um, DfB green it was the second time he played it. But there's not that much insight on how he played it. There's, I think, there's one or two matches on stream. No, they are. Rem- it's Gordon, so they are removed. There's no record of that. You, yeah. you you can find his deck list, but you have no idea. You have nothing about uh, him on it because he's not like he's never been on a podcast. He's never done anything. Uh, like that's publicly recorded. Mm. Uh, And maybe you want his insights on it, but it's impossible. So Mm. so I think there's a point here, it's, it's hard. DFB has probably talked about it and written a lot about it. He's written a lot about it. I know he wrote about Arvika, but then you have to find exactly that and not some random bloke written about it. Yeah.
0: We're, so basically we have the podcasts, uh, and that's us and it's mono and well, there's a bunch of other, and there's podcasts, also podcasts. this
1: old deck. I love this old. Yeah, deck yeah. Martin yeah. 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 has
0: yeah. a, has a good yeah, podcast, then. uh, a bit later on, um, and then we do have uh, like the YouTube series or whatever. I personally don't go about in that sense. I, I, I'm I, more like I'm going to play a tournament. I'm going to play a tournament now next month here. And I was like, okay, what am I going to play? And then I'm, uh, I might look at the Summer Derby or whatever. I'm not looking at the, the deck. <laughs> That won it maybe, but I'm looking like. Are there any but cool that, that's or an can...
1: Atlantic tournament, so it's so weird. No, use... yeah, okay,
0: whatever. I'm I'm just looking at the some tournaments and I'm finding a deck, and then I'm like, maybe I should build a uh, disco deck, or maybe I should build a or, and I'm get on deck, and then I just find some cards, and then I'm maybe looking at the mono base, and then just doing it on my own from there. I'm not copying a deck uh, per se. I just like. What what are people playing today? And then I and
1: also like if I wanted to play, let's say, Earnham Geddon is a good example. I have no idea where I should go.
0: Um, I think I uh, well, if you well, want to yeah. play
1: on Earnham what where what resources are you going to then? Seb? Yeah, you're right. It, it's uh... probably impo- This probably good Earnham Geddon deck builders and deck players but i have no idea where where i should go
0: okay i have no idea yeah um, i think that's exactly we talked about scrying earlier. maybe it's better than scryings whatever i played a bunch of those decks so maybe i have but if you're new, new
1: if you're new that's the thing
0: yeah 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 i know i know i i'm just uh, talking uh, you through it maybe you're, i'm agreeing with you here so Maybe I've played it, so maybe I'm looking at my earlier decks then. Yes. So, uh, so and you if would I'm know. Googling Ernam Gedon, maybe I get a article from uh, 97 or <laughs> <laughs> whatever. So yeah. It's... You get the... but, but then again, I don't know what's wrong about that. Uh, no? Find one version and start playing it. You it get so.
1: always get these whack whack. Does he do some search engine optimization, Gordon? Probably.
0: Well, we, he, we were early upon it, I guess, and like we have a, could... a million deck I'm, versions there.
1: I'm probably he's also like doing some SEO.
0: Oh. Hmm. Yeah, whatever, guys. <laughs> um, message uh, Oland uh, when he's sleeping. Uh, I will give yep. you his phone number uh later on if you have a problem with i never answer phone my phone that's so. sad why don't you answer your phone why,
1: who the fuck is calling i've been calling
0: i've been calling you and calling you you never answer <laughs> but who is calling in 2023
1: to a phone well
0: number? we need to get these uh, sex numbers up between the old school players <laughs> Yeah, but and then and you calling use... and calling. And...
1: But then we used uh, Telegram or Signal or something.
0: Okay, let's do some Telegram sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm whatever ask... whatever
1: the the Russians are using uh, in or Ukrainians, uh, it's Telegram <laughs> or whatever.
0: Yeah, I'm going to send a drone over <laughs> to you
1: <laughs> to... <laughs> with a note. yeah um conclusion it's kind of hard if you if you want to get a well-known deck it's pretty easy because like you can go to like one one thing i kind of like to watch is uh, not maybe to get um, a good um, something i would play but i usually watch farmstead mtg on youtube because yeah, he does really like good. a deck tech and he, he he has recorded his matches and he talks over it. It's not the in-game commentary. He talks about, oh, there I made a mistake and there I missed the trigger and there I missed the city of brass damage, whatever. Like, it's not like the in-game discussion.
2: Mm. I like him.
0: Yeah. And we do have a bunch of tournaments, as I mentioned earlier, that are... I know the summer derby wasn't swedish but uh, we have a bunch of tournaments that are uh, commentated uh, with good players uh, interviews explaining stuff and you get a good sense of uh, oh, well i get random decks and i don't know it's I'm kind of agreeing with the uh, it's a good question in that sense, because it's not easy finding a, here's everything you need to know about X because and that's weird <laughs> that stuff has uh, you mentioning have getting wak wak uh, top of your uh, results if you Google uh, those texts that you see there are probably not the latest and newest tier decks we probably see a bunch of uh, Andrew fluxes and cards that maybe you don't want in your deck. circle
1: protection red or whatever
0: yeah yeah so So... uh, but 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 then again it's probably a good starting point you can if you for me I would like to know how many how much how many lands do I need to play what kind of mana do I want to play uh, and hopefully I find a good player that's where you really want to be have a good player uh, that has adopted that particular deck Uh, if you find that player then you're then you're gold then you can google that and you can hear interviews and you can find podcasts and whatever
1: i ran out of juice in my headphones Hmm. I've been working from home today, so
0: that's good. Nice. Okay, guys, that's the last question. Do you have anything in the chat or whatever? No, not so. Not so much. I'm going to send a text, all caps. You do that. It's uh, People that's... going to bed uh, thinking about us. Yeah. Not again. So, yeah, okay. I think we're we're pretty set, right?
1: This is very early to end compared to our usual podcast. But we is start we, Yeah, we started earlier, I think. We usually start later and then we go after until after midnight or something. Yeah,
0: but we're going two hours and twenty minutes now, so Yeah. I'm I'm not complaining. Uh I've had one, two, three, four my fifth beer here, so uh, it's all good.
1: They yeah, are asking one. for a Dex to beat series. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Uh, like a t- maybe maybe we can do it like this then. Uh, hold on, we can do that tier S. We can have a maybe our next drunken pod can be. Us <laughs> debating the S tier list. I don't can, know. can we do that whiteboard? We need to have a white yeah, okay, whiteboard. Yeah, okay. We can do it with a whiteboard. Yeah, or can, a fl-
1: flannelograph.
0: I have a. This is fun. Fl- I can have. Yeah. I can fix it here. Yeah, you just okay. r-
1: rig your camera differently. So,
0: yeah, we do that with the. Uh, what was it that we wanted to do? Uh, uh, with the S tier, otherwise we formats. To do it
1: with, formats, I think.
0: Formats and <laughs> uh, decks, okay, or yeah. archetypes. Yeah. So we have uh, tier one, one point five maybe, and how how low do we want to go?
1: The tier. F- can fork, you go? Fork
0: maybe. But we, no. Okay, I'm, I need to Google how the S tier list. It's S
1: A B C. Uh, D and F. I think I think it's based on like some Japanese yeah. because okay
0: yeah S A B
1: C D E F. Okay yeah because like the S is I think it's originally from Japan that they have S is better than A. Yeah. I we could ask the janitor about the S tier thing. He probably yeah knows let's it.
0: do that. Maybe we can have him on. Let's do that for the next drunken uh, pod. Yeah and... I'm going to uh, I'm going to print out and maybe even laminate uh, the different uh, uh, archetypes and the different uh... is there anything else we need to S tier list
1: Yeah, I think I think formats and uh, formats
0: de- and archetypes. Yeah. Okay. Good. It's going to be fun.
1: Yeah, he asks about way to beat the deck or 12-volt in sw- Swedish. I think we have talked a lot about that. I think mm. I think maybe if you talk about... I think our episode with Simon Christie, MTG misprint, probably is good, because then he talks yeah, a lot a about the, the deck and versus 12-volt. I think he has the... Yeah. Best I think pr- he
0: hedges into the territory that he feels he's uh, even ahead, in a sense, playing against the deck. Yeah, but, but he's a very good player also. So, um okay, well, and in general, it depends on the player and too many other stuff. But uh, I would say a general advice before we leave that topic is that uh, constrain the Mana in some sense is usually a good way to go about playing d- against. Depends. A... Yeah, depending on uh, very, and you need to have a clock in some sense also, of course. But yes, it depends. If you're playing against, uh, we had a what was it called? The hot me summer, hot summer. Was it last summer?
1: Yeah, hot multi summer.
0: Yeah, that was basically the deck with uh, a bunch of flyers. Uh, it wouldn't have mattered for them if you would have taken out their mana, but if you're playing against uh, so there's different types of the decks, also, I guess.
1: Yeah, okay, I think we are done.
2: Yes, yeah, shout out to our producer, Yada.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. shout out mm-hmm. to Yada, of course. Who... <laughs> Else we would have rambled shit for two and a half hours.
0: Yeah. We we started out that way. So if it would have been more of that. Okay. And thank you to all the listeners and uh, people uh, still uh, hang out with us.
1: Yeah, there's, more, there's more bots now. Uh,
0: Good, finally bots.
1: Yeah, but there's also more other people. So, yeah.
0: What what what's up with why do bots want to hang out with you? I have no Is it idea. Because of me? Did I bring them here? Or...
1: No, I think I think they are like, I don't know, maybe scouting for stuff to cancel people if people do blackface and stuff.
0: Okay. <laughs> so for the next drunken episode, the S tier list, tie with blackface. Maybe with <laughs> a with a fess or a turban. That would be oh. good. I need that first. Wait, <laughs> I have a hat. I have a hat, actually. I have... I have a hat. Oh, that's just silly. That's not a... It's a cat. Yeah, it's a cat. Cat in a hat.
1: Yep. Nice. Hat
0: in a cat. It's a tie in a cat hat.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: good that night. Then I'm one well, a pet. Good, good night, night out there, folks. Good night. Take <laughs> care. Bye-bye. Oh, what's this? It must be Christmas. Yeah. Your e PMB with some unfinished business. Freaking the hardcore funk that had me shouting. Get busy, do it. Roger Chow. That's the two knocks in your box like bad acting. Chill. Yeah, kid, that's a bust brain. No so, time to front, y'all scream and shout and it. something funky. Roger Chow.